Review That Review, the podcast dedicated to reviewing... Reviews! We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. That is Chelsea Dawn. And that is Trey Gerald. And together, we are... The Review Queens. And a very special... Cheerio! To all of our members over at Patreon who have exclusive access to tons of bonuses, including our very special companion after show podcast, which features an additional review. So if you haven't checked that out yet, go to our homepage, reviewthatreview.com, and click on the word Patreon. If you want to show your support in a different way, then visit reviewthatreview.com slash donate. Chelsea. Ooh, do you know what today we're going to celebrate? Halloween. (gasps) Here comes Halloween. It's Ookie Spooky. Ah! Chelsea, behind you. (laughs) Oh my God, I hate it. Happy Halloween, Queens. It's another Halloween here at Review That Review, and Chelsea and I have swapped positions. Well, actually, you were dressed as... um, I was Waldo. Where's Waldo last year? You were in, like, full drag, though. Yeah, I'm wearing a Scream shirt, at least. Oh, nice. I love it. I thought I would definitely do drag again for our second Halloween episode, but... The recording schedule got away from me, and here we are doing Halloween, and Chelsea's in a cute crocodile onesie. I am. This is like, I don't know when this exactly happened. I want to say it was like six years ago when I decided that onesies, that was like the level of costume I was comfortable with. Mm. You know, it's it's an all-in-one, all-inclusive costume, and it's comfortable. Sign me up. I get that. I love onesies. Chelsea, how how are you? How was Halloween? Do you have big Halloween plans this year? Like, are you going to do anything more than a onesie? Or are you really tapped out? I tap out at onesie. But like, I also do like a onesies. I don't even want to call it a party because it's usually more of a gathering. Mm -hmm. We'll have a couple other friends. They'll also wear onesies costumes and we'll watch like Hocus Pocus because that's about like as horror as I get. Got it. Yeah. What about you? Do you have any fun plans? I feel like you're more into being fancy and getting dressed up. Yes, usually. I'm very excited. Obviously, Halloween falls on Sunday this year, but I am very excited for our family photo to be released, which is I can't wait. still top secret at the time of this recording. I thought maybe when we became partners, I would get a little like behind the curtain peek at the family costumes, but I have no idea what you guys are going to do. Do you want to give a hint? It's a very famous child story. That's all I'm going to say. Ooh, okay. I'm going to be thinking about that. Mm. 
well, I'm not going to complain about not knowing, but I will complain about other things. Let's do it. Why don't we go ahead and... Lodge a complaint. Yeah, I wanted to lodge a complaint about something that I find actually scary in our world today, and that is shady apps stealing your information. I mean, I didn't know that this was actually a thing, and then all of a sudden it became a trend I guess, thankfully, on Instagram for people to be like, look at your settings Mm -hmm. and make sure you're not like sharing all of your information with everybody. And I'm just wondering, what are we doing with this information? It's so cringy. Someone recently slid into our DMs at the Review Queens and told us that Clawy, which we reviewed a little while ago, mm-hmm. has some shady practices in their apps. They can look at your texts and your emails or something like that. I don't know. It's very creepy. Why is this not regulated? Yeah, it reminds me of like I feel like a couple of years ago that happened with that face swap app where it was like the Russians oh, were yeah. like stealing all of our information or something. It is very scary. You would think that they would just be like a common denominator default setting where it's like you can't access information it's it's very tricky that they just sort of sprinkle that into like when you download it and you approve like their clauses right. like the fine print it's very sneaky exactly it's so sneaky so creepy and if anyone has any advice for i would just like to be able to filter on the itunes apps for people that don't do stuff like this? Or does it even exist? Is that like a fairy tale wishing upon a star and everybody is just shady? And what are they using the information for? Are they just using it for advertising? Because that's a little shady. But if they're using it for something scandalous, then that is very disappointed in Apple and the App Store. I know. Yeah, I'm wondering what they even do with it. I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, obviously something nefarious definitely nefarious anyway i'm over it i had to lodge a complaint officially because it does scare me and it is halloween and trick or treat and i've been tricked i get so that's just what happened but what about you do you have something you want to lodge a complaint about on this hollow's eve yeah you know i this occurred to me last night actually so it feels very fresh but i really have to lodge a complaint against not being able to fall asleep Ugh, it's on my list (laughs) It's the worst. I hate it. And it like happens to me frequently. And I'm not going to say it's because I overindulge in coffee because I don't really think that's what it is. You do drink a lot of coffee. though. I drink a lot of coffee. And there was a point in my life when I did this like diet cleanse and I cut out coffee as a choice and I have never slept better in my life. But we're not going to go there. I'm going to go. We're not going to blame you. No, no, no. no. We're going to talk about the mind. I can't turn my mind off when I'm going to sleep. Last night, I was up until like six in the morning, truly. And I went to bed at like 1am. So it's like five hours going in and out of maybe falling asleep for a few minutes. And then it's like, I can't fall asleep. And then I'm like, well, let me scroll through Amazon. And then it's like, I don't need to buy this. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah. But then I'm like, I remember my mom would always say like, if you can't fall asleep, just tell yourself like, oh, I have to get up. Like I have to get out of bed and that will make you feel more tired. And oh, that's interesting. I don't know. She just said that randomly when I was a child. It's still in my head. I don't know that that works. It's like, also, we have the two dogs in the bed with us now and like they're like all want to be pushing up against me. And then like Winnie will start grumbling. Adding extra and heat it, to the equation. Exactly. Well. It's just like I can't fall asleep. And then it's like, what do you do? It's like, I don't have milk i'm not gonna go heat up milk I count also, sheep and counting sheep doesn't help me either it's <laughs> like i have apps that play music or like you know like i do that yeah but I, it's just frustrating i wish that i could just be awake 
when I need to be awake, I feel like I'm tired throughout the day. But then when I'm trying to go to sleep, I'm awake, which is just frustrating. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say to your mom's point, why am I exhausted all day? I feel like I could fall asleep standing up. And then the second I go to lay down, my brain turns on. Yeah. Very frustrating. I hate it. That's a complaint that I've I've been wanting to lodge as well. And I'm glad you did it because we got to sleep here. We're queens. And I'm also... A, How are we going to perform if we can't sleep? I know. I also feel like I don't want to be like... I know melatonin is like natural, but I don't want to be dependent on taking things to go to sleep. Like, I want right. to just be able to go to sleep. Maybe I should cut out coffee. There's no way I could cut out coffee. That's like no, a honey, no, non-starter. No. I just called you honey. Hun. I hate that. Hun. No, you can't cut out coffee. It's like a part of your identity. But maybe maybe we can add a melatonin if we had to. I don't know. Uh, I know. I just don't like it. Anyone listening, if you have any recommendations for how to both enjoy your coffee <laughs> and your sleep, please call in 1-850-REVIEW-ZERO and let us know. I agree. Concur. All right. Well, should we do it? Should we jump into a spooky Halloween review? Ooh, I'm ready. Rawr. Let's do it. <laughs> Review that review. (laughs) As you know, we are your trusty review queens. We bring in reviews from the internet that we feel need to be inspected. We read you the review, break it down, and rate the impact of the review on a scale from zero to five spooky crowns only today. It's a very regal process that we like to call. Assess that kvetch. And with that in mind... What do you have for us today, Trey? <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> yes. <gasps> so spooky. That was a little yeah. throwback to one of our um, after shows. So if you don't it's know what true. we're talking about, you have to join the Patreon. I'm back. <laughs> And if my sister's listening, she's terrified. <laughs> All right. So today, in honor of Halloween, I have a one-dot trip advisor review okay. for a haunted house called Pinhurst Asylum. Ooh, okay. Now, Chelsea... Pin, have- like... But you say pin and pen the same. So is it like the writing utensil or the thing you stick into you? Well, I'm wondering if you know what this is because it's pen, P-E-N-N. Wait, is this the one that I went to when I was a kid in Pennsylvania? It's in Pennsylvania. It's in a place called Spring City. Oh, no, I don't think so. I went to one in center, in more Center City. Anyway, continue. So this is called Pinhurst Asylum. Okay. The pictures look very scary. It's near, do you know where Abbey Downs is? Not really. Okay, got it. <laughs> All right. So this is a this is written by Kate Lynn, spelled K-A-T-E-L-Y-N-N. Okay. And this is their one dot review written on November of 2019. So just keep in mind this is pre pandemic. Okay. Here we go. (laughs) I've never been so let down. This place did a complete 180 in only one year. In 2018, my wife and I went to the Penhurst Blackout Night, the weekend after Halloween, and it was amazing. It was pitch black, and I was scared by every single actor who jumped, touched you. Got in your face. Oh my God. Pulled you aside. 
and even gave you sugar pills to swallow. <gasps> dash, dash, we loved it. Oh my God. But this year, I was bored. Last year, our biggest group walking through was six. Yeah. This year, they grouped us in masses of 15 or more. They only waited 30 seconds for the first 15 plus group to go in before sending in the next. Where after about a minute, you immediately ran into the 15 plus group in front of you, who ran into the 15 plus group in front of them until there was a continuous line of 60 plus people all just dot a dot shuffling awkwardly through every room. There was no spacing. The actors didn't have time to hide and quote-unquote jump out at you because there were no breaks between the throngs of people. <laughs> they just sort of stood in their rooms and shouted at you. Parentheses. Which, considering, was probably the best they could do. There was also minimal contact. Maybe a tickle or two. But no grabbing. Tickle. No separating. No sugar pills. Nothing. And this was every single attraction. I was so bored walking through all three attractions. I wanted to take my phone out and check my Twitter feed. Dash, dash. At least getting pulled out for quote unquote breaking the rules would have been more fun than whatever that was. I'm honestly devastated. <laughs> I had a such a good time last year. But something changed. They clearly don't care about the experience anymore. They just wanted to hustle through as many people as possible to make a buck. I had an absolutely awful experience, and now I have to turn around and tell everybody I'd previously raved to not to waste their time or their money. <laughs> interesting to me this sort of reminds me of like the spice review where they're like i was dying but i loved it you know mm -hmm. do you like haunted houses is that something you like absolutely not right i can i can't do them i can't do them i can't cannot do them, do them. can't do nope. them either i told a story in patreon i think last year on this time about why i can't do it and how terrible i like don't bring me with you if you think it's going to be funny i might no. end up like clawing my fingers into your soul shoulder or something because i'm so scared which i did to francis goldschmidt in high school my apologies anyway this is not the case for caitlin caitlin loves this caitlin the scarier the better the sugar pills that's a new one sugar have, have pills? you ever heard of that no <laughs> i've no, never I... heard of that that seems so illegal you know i don't know it's a just... sugar pill the Can you just buy that on Amazon? Yes. They like do it if, instead of, I don't know, if you want to like pretend you're giving someone medicine, but I don't know. See, I always thought like, I thought like in theatrical productions, like when people are snorting cocaine or something, like I right. thought it was baby aspirin. Oh, maybe you would snort, snort baby, baby aspirin. aspirin. There's a couple of plays where you have to do cocaine on stage oh. and I know that it's baby aspirin. 
which obviously you probably that's probably better for your body than snorting sugar. Right. I don't think we I'm should be snorting now. like a like a pixie stick. But I'm just shocked that that's something that is legal. I would just be so afraid that like it, I don't know that somebody really creepy would get in there and like give me a pill or I think that the rules of the no touching is like a good thing. But well, to be yes. fair and non-biased, that's not a good thing for Caitlin and that might not be a good thing for a lot of other people that are seeking this out for thrill purposes well especially as caitlin points out that's what happened literally 365 days ago right like this event this was known for that which i think is super interesting because caitlin is pointing this out amongst i'm sure a sea of mixed reviews so if i were somebody that was going this is why i always tell people queenly tip if you're gonna read reviews sort by most recent so that you can see what the experience is going to be closer to when you're going to go because i would imagine that there are reviews with thrill seekers like caitlin pre-2019 18 17 etc that are like this is amazing this was the creepiest thing ever so i think it's kind of cool that caitlin told us what it used to be and what it is now without really like spoiling the experience there's like no spoilers but there are spoilers but it's also enough information to say if you've been reading other reviews and you're expecting xyz don't expect that which i think is sort of queenly yeah i think that's probably the value here is like if you have been to this place in the past it's changed right and it seems at least caitlin's reasoning here is that they aren't spacing the hordes of people out so you're having less interaction which to me as someone who hates haunted houses that would be the only way i could get in is if i can be squeezed between people but i can't even like i can't even go through the door like i it's hard for me to even wait outside with the group of people the loud music is scary the chainsaws like i can barely do do, tower of terror which has now changed to guardians of the galaxy but I, i can barely do that at disney well of course you know well it's it also occurs to me being separated I remember when, I wonder if we talked about this last year, but I remember when, I want to say Be More Chill. That's not it. Sleep No More. Uh I remember when Sleep No More came to New York and I had heard that you pile into an elevator and it's multi-floor. So the person in the elevator will let people out on different floors, but they like are like, okay, you're getting off here. And then they close the door. So they're intentionally separating groups. So I was like clinging on to David because I was so scared. And that's not even a haunted house. So the idea of being separated is like notorious at this haunted house that's terrifying to me what's terrifying what's interesting about this on the converse then is maybe if i were to take myself out of myself and i'm one of these people that really wants to go and i have a group of friends and there's like one or two people that are not sure about it maybe i would send them this review to be like look it's not even going to be that bad there's going to be like people back to back like maybe in a weird way this could be a positive for some mm-hmm. people if you're a non-thrill seeker which is interesting yeah. in a one-star review this is definitely an opinion-oriented review but it's sort of an opinion-oriented attraction so i think it works within this scape scope scape yeah but i think the reason the opinion is sort of separating from me is because it's based on how it went last year right but i do want to clarify 
They say they went to the blackout night, which was the weekend after Halloween. So I wonder if that's a different event than whatever Caitlin has attended this year and is writing a review for. Good sleuthing. But this was written November 2nd. Yeah, maybe it took her two days to get her Which means it wouldn't have been... There's no way that November 2nd is the weekend after October 31st. So maybe they do a scarier version after Halloween, the weekend after. Maybe. I mean, I guess it could be the weekend after Halloween if Halloween fell on like a Wednesday or I mean, if Halloween fell on like a Thursday. Right. No, I guess you're right. I don't know. That's an interesting point. I didn't. So they didn't specify whether or not this year they went to the same thing or whether or not this year they're just not offering the blackout thing. And they Correct. offered it before. So that is interesting. Good sleuthing. I didn't pick that pick up on that, but that can make a difference. Cause maybe Caitlin went last year on the like scariest version of this and this year on the less scary version. And yeah, I can imagine how that would be anticlimactic. I mean, I think really the only complaint here that I can see being a universal complaint, regardless of your propensity towards wanting to be very scared or not is the crowd aspect again this was written pre mm-hmm. you know pandemic so th- we think of crowds i think differently now than we did then but maybe wanting to know that they're going to be like hordes of people in there that could be annoying for some people to feel like they're on top of people or to feel like i don't know i think nobody likes to go through an experience and see the people that are like going to the through the experience right before them and right after them. Like there's something that really I think takes you out of it. Yes. If that's what's happening. And so I think that that's a very valid universal complaint. Especially for a haunted house. I feel like if this is a walking tour, even if it's not like, right. That's what I'm saying. Like they are, you go through these little themed areas where like they're going to jump out at you. So if they don't even have time to reset, like that is a huge problem. Yeah. I used to do a show in Hollywood that was like a walking tour. Have you heard of Accomplice? They have a few of them in New York. And we would be like texting each other all the time, like, hold your group, hold your group. If we knew that like the other group was running behind, because you never Mm want to have that experience, that like bottleneck experience. Bottlenecking. Right. So that I really feel like is valid complaint. I do think that Caitlin is being truthful. I don't think that they're being shady, especially because they're returning to the same establishment and they made it a point that they really were sort of bragging around town about this experience prior to this year. If anything, I feel like that's where the emotion comes in that I really love this thing and now it's not what I thought it was going to be. But I do think they're being very honest I agree. It it does read as truthful to me. The only question I am raising is, is this a blackout event? Because right. maybe if everyone is all bottlenecked, but it's in pitch black, then no one's resetting necessarily. They're just like walking around and like preparing to scare you because it's pitch black. Right. But I think the whole point here about... I'd rather pull my cell phone out and check my Twitter so I could at least get kicked out. (laughs) Right. Like, that's how 
extreme this has been. I mean, as the subject says, from the best to the worst. Right, right. Which I I do believe, Caitlin. The spelling grammar here is pretty fantastic. There's like that there one little one, error. Yeah. And it's not super caps locky, which I think like can happen a lot of times. Especially with yeah, these kind of reviews. These one stars, yeah. Do we think that there's valuable new or unique information here? I mean, I I guess so. I like with yeah. the coming season and what what to expect. I guess we said that. I'm I'm having trouble deciding whether or not this is a common experience or a fluke. I mean, maybe on this particular day, it was more crowded than it usually is. Not saying that that's Caitlin's fault, but I don't know if like someone else came the following day, if they would have the same experience or not. I, I don't really know. Like, I can't tell if this is a lemon of an experience and this was just a bad day to go, you know, or if this is right. something to expect. That being said... I imagine that this haunted house, especially the Halloween experience, is only offered for a probably pretty short amount of time. Well, good question. So I'm looking... So for 2022... Yeah. It literally starts uh, September 24th to November 5th. All right. That's a pretty long window. So it is possible the day that Caitlin went was just like not as organized as it should have been. They let more people in than they should have or whatever it is. I mean, it occurs to me that like, clearly, if you go like the weekend of Halloween, it's going to be It's going to be, right. And this is posted right. November 2nd. So, so with all likelihood, they did go probably Halloween day or close there. Or the night after Halloween. Or the which, night after somewhere near there. Yeah, I mean, Chelsea, have you ever been to Halloween Horror Nights or whatever, like in in LA, like in the park? No, because that is far away, crazy. But like, you know, that's going to be saturated with people because it always is. So like, you have to prepare. It's like we talked about the Ren Fair. It's like you know this is an event. You know what you're getting into. Everyone is going. You have to like. Maybe this isn't necessary, but in my estimation, if I want to do a Halloween haunted hayride situation, I'm probably not doing that on Halloween. I want to go maybe a little bit earlier so right. that it's less crowded. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm learning from this review. They have different offerings. Some are blackout, some are not. If it's very crowded, it could impact the experience. And that from Caitlin's experience, it was better in the past. So right. that makes me think maybe it... I don't know if that's fluky or common, but I was they went say, in with I, high expectations. Yes. And I think we kind of have to assume that for this kind of adventure, that maybe Caitlin is the common denominator, yeah. right? Because we're sort of the uncommon denominator in this experience. Exactly. But I would imagine that most people that are going to something like this or or looking at the reviews on TripAdvisor for an experience like this want to know that they're going to be freaked out. Right? Correct. Right. Or that they're not going to be freaked out because like they have somebody in their group that is really scared. I don't know. But I do think that there's a lot of valuable information here amongst an audience that would probably appreciate that information. Is it humorous? Not really. I think the whole take my phone out to get in trouble and thrown out. Right. Like, that's winking at humor like they're at least tapping into levity while they're so disappointed which i think is nice i appreciate but i'm not super entertained necessarily or i wonder if wasn't really if caitlin is like a looky loo on twitter or if she's out there <laughs> you know tweeting away 
I kind of feel like she's a lucky Lou. But I think so too. <laughs> I just get that impression. I think I crave something that is the complete opposite of Caitlyn. But that being said, I get Caitlyn's point, especially because they had it in the past at this right. facility. So even though They're I don't, I don't vet. want the same entertainment, I get their impact, which has a lasting impression on me. I agree. Like I said, I think regardless of where you fall on the spectrum, if you're a Caitlyn or if you're a Trey or Chelsea, you're mm-hmm. going to gather you know, information and you're going to be able to make a decision based off this or very least you know, do what I said and do that, you know, filter by recent and mm-hmm. see like, is this in 2022, is this still the experience that people are disappointed or have things changed? Because I think that's really the impact Actually, the lasting impact here is that things change right. that don't expect to have the same experience that you had last year. And, you know, maybe do a little bit of a closer research to people going around the time you are, because if Caitlin had written this review a year ago, it definitely would have been a five star. Well, now I want to look up. OK, I, I'm going to look up the date on my calendar. So, OK, this was 2019. Right. I just want to see. 2019, October 31st was on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Right. So they said the weekend after, which you're right. That's what you were. That was what you were saying before. If it's on a Thursday, the weekend after Halloween is the weekend, like the is second the or the third. So it sounds like they is, went around the same time expecting a similar. Oh, sorry. Experience. That's 2019. But they, sorry, they went in 2018, which was Wednesday. Right. Halloween was right, Wednesday. Exactly. Exactly. So it is basically the same time. Exactly. It sounds like they went around a similar time expecting a similar experience and they didn't. Though it is interesting that they mentioned they they singled out the blackout night. So they must have done that known that they weren't going on blackout night this year. And I do just want to clarify for crowning. They mentioned the three attractions at Penhurst, which is the Penhurst Asylum, the morgue and the tunnels. Okay. They're all like haunted walkthroughs. Sounds I think terrifying. I could crown. Yeah, I think I can crown Caitlin. I feel like all right. I, I've gathered all the info I need. All right, so Chelsea and I each have our own set of zero to five creepy crown cards. Creep. In an effort to be fair and not influenced by one another, we will simultaneously reveal our rating. <laughs> <laughs> the queens are tabulating. One in three women will be assaulted in their lifetime, and Birdie is actively creating a world where women's safety is a given. Birdie has upped the concept behind Keychain Mace, which involves proximity with your danger source, and has created Keychain Alarm Sirens. When activated, Birdie both strobes with light and admits a 130 decibel siren comparable to a jet engine flying 100 feet above you. Birdie is compact, super cute with bold colors, and with every alarm purchased, Birdie gives a percentage of profits to partner organizations that passionately support women's safety, shelter, and health. Birdie is sold exclusively at cheesebirdie.com. And when you use our coupon code REVIEWQUEEN at checkout, you will save 20% off the purchase price. The coupon code REVIEWQUEEN at cheesebirdie.com. Total school.
All right. I am holding up four crowns. Trey, you are holding up four and a half crowns. I will go first. I went with four crowns because I wanted to leave a crown's worth of space for people that might have differing opinions than Caitlin in terms of Mm. the thrill of... I don't know, sugar pills or some of these things that sound pretty extreme to me. I don't know that that most people would want someone putting things in their mouth, but maybe they would. I just wanted to leave a little bit of space for people that might be different than Caitlin. That being said, I think a lot of queenly qualities in the review, a lot of information um, comparing to previous years, like I said, really would make the review, the, the reviewee or the person reading the review I don't know if that's the right word, but the person reading the review think I better look and see what's the breakdown of what I'm going to experience this year because you cannot expect it to be the same year after year. And I think that's a pretty queenly tip. So for that reason, I went with four crowns for Caitlin. Why did you decide four and a half? I hear that. You know, I agree with you. I all like it could very well be a review queen. The reason I took half a crown is because... I I do feel like this is mainly very informative. I just am curious about what time they were there because I can't distinguish the fluky common because perhaps they were bottlenecked for an hour and a half and they just knew that they would be there until 3.30 in the morning if they spaced it out. So they were like, okay, we're going to be a little bit quicker for the next hour and a half to like get through the hordes of people, which like I do think is on the organization. Like if you are a haunted house, then you have to be able to create some sort of consistency in the experience. I mean, this sounds like they really dropped the ball. Right. And I don't want the experience that Caitlin wants, but I hear right. that Caitlin was disappointed and they, you know, that's that's unfortunate. So I do think that ultimately it's a really strong one star. I went with four and a half, but I, I do feel like I can't distinguish the commonality. So I said four and a half. Caitlin. Oh, Caitlin, you're nearly a review queen. Have you ever watched those episodes on Ellen where she used to send her co-hosts to like, or her staffers oh, to Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was like, <laughs> I think there was someone that really hated it and so she would constantly send them into these yes. her, like horrific experiences to, to like get the scream track. That would be me. That would be me too. We, were, we would both be those people for Ellen. I would never be or, able to do it though. I couldn't, no. But Caitlin, good for you. I guess you have um, different fight or flight responses than Trey and I do. We get anxious when we just know that we have to sleep. So right? how are we supposed to handle a haunted house? Oh, wow. All right, listeners, do you do you like haunted houses? Do you agree with Caitlin that you would take a sugar pill and want people to touch you and all that? I looked on Penhurst's website and you do have to sign a waiver because there are those crazy... I actually like know the person tangentially through one of David's friends who created it's actually called blackout haunted houses. And they were like on ABC news because oh, wow. people were going to the hospital and <gasps> it's like one of those things where they, they like, were getting like that freaked out. Like they'd have a heart attack or something. Yes. Like they, oh that was a place where they like you go in one at a time and they put a bag over your head and they tie you <gasps> up. It's like those crazy ones where oh, like no. people don't make it through. Like they, they tap, you have a safe word. It's one of those crazy things. And you sign wow. like a liability waiver. Wow, truly amazing that that Caitlin would be should go that there. People would pay for. Right? Caitlin should go there. Yeah, Caitlin should do that. 
Well, thanks, Caitlin, for sharing your voice for this Halloween episode of Review That Review. And we'll talk more about haunted houses on the after show. But in the meantime, Chelsea, we have done it. We have reached the most regal portion of our spooky show. Chelsea, who are you inducting today for? My Royal Highness. All right, Queens. So for today... I would like to nominate Spirit Halloween. Now, I'm sure you guys know the store Spirit Halloween, right? Duh. Duh. I've been going since I was a kid. I think they used to like take over Party City or something because they do a lot of times pop-ups just for the season. Phenomenal, oh, yeah. right? They have great inventory and all of that. But something that you might not know is that Spirit Halloween has been putting the fun in funding since 2007 with their Spirit of Children charity organization. Spirit Aww. of Children funds local hospitals at Halloween and all year round through monetary donations. Their mission is to make hospitals less scary for kids and their families Whoa. by supporting Child Life, the hospital department that provides developmental, educational, and therapeutic support for children undergoing medical treatment. Since 2007, Spirit of Children has raised over $93 million to provide funding for art, music, aquatic, and pet therapy programs, as well as supporting child life salaries. Funding has also helped partner hospitals purchase sensory and educational items, toys used for distraction during medical procedures, and so much more. 100% of every dollar donated supports the child life department in over 150 partner hospitals across the United States and Canada. Funds raised by Spirit of Children would not be possible without the outpouring of support from local communities and vendor partners. If you'd like to join the Review Queens in support of Spirit of Children and help hospitalize children in your local area, you can make a donation at the nearest Spirit Halloween store or at spirithalloween.com. Thank you, Spirit Halloween, for your dedication and commitment to such a worthy cause. It is an honor to induct you as our Royal Highness. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So I put a little donation to them in honor of the Review Queens just because I think that they're great and I wanted to support the cause. I'm going to do it too. Yeah. We'll both do it. It's great. I see that in the 2021 pandemic, they partnered with hospitals to give costumes and activity books and crayons and treat bags. They did because they could, it was like, (sighs) you know, pandemic and they couldn't do the same kind of interaction, but they still made sure that everyone had a good Halloween. So, oh my gosh, I never even knew this. Isn't that amazing? $93 million. Isn't that wild? It's a lot of money. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Also, what's super interesting is if you donate in the store, they mm. have a purple cowbell that you can ring at checkout. And you can, I think you could do hashtag more cowbell if you donate. Um, they encourage you to take pictures and spread the word. Whoa. Yeah. Oh my so. God, Chelsea. Great job. I love that. Thank you. I was Good job, surprised, Spirit. but I'm very happy that I spent quite a lot of my childhood buying costumes from Spirit. Now I feel even better. Well, I love Spirit Halloween. They do always, especially in Manhattan. And it's like a random, like, you know, it'll be like a little storefront that closed. Exactly. And somehow it's like you see, like, coming soon, Spirit. Oh, it's so funny. I know, but it's great. And it's so nice that they, you know, that they support these 
these hospitals. And what's really cool to me is that the local factor where if you, mm-hmm. you know, go into your local store and you donate, well, that money is going to go to your local hospital. And there's something that's really nice about that. I agree. Yeah. Wow. How to, you know, end with something nice and light after that scary review. Ooh. Well, we did a queen. That is another round on the RU and RQ Ferris wheel of spooks and fries. Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. If you didn't like what you heard, tell an enemy. (laughs) But if you do not have a friend, if you don't have any enemies, but you would like the chance to be featured on a show, then why don't you go ahead and leave us a review? You can do that on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or on Podchaser. We have made it super easy with a super cute hyperlink. It's lovethepodcast.com slash the review queens. We also have a one-click link in our show notes below. It's easy peasy beautiful, spooky queen. We would love the review. It helps us get our show out to new listeners. It Have really a goes a long way. Have a girl. <laughs> to support the production of our show, visit reviewthatreview.com slash donate, where even a $1 tip is much appreciated. Join our mailing list at reviewthatreview.com so you can stay up to date with all of the goings on in the queendom. Hit up our voice mailbox, one eight five zero review 0 You can also follow us on all the socials at the Review Queens. I'm at Chelsea BD. And I am at Trey Gerald. On today's After Show Pod, we are reviewing Tombstone Pepperoni Original Thin Crust Pizza. It is a one-star review from Walmart.com. Wait, when you said Tombstone, I really got like a little spooked. Like I was like, what? (laughs) And then you said pizza! (laughs) That's about as creepy as I get, you know? (laughs) I've never thought about how it's called Tombstone. Right? I've never thought about that. It's a little creepy. What the fuck? Why is it called Tombstone? I know. (laughs) Very creepy. To find out what made Trey say... Boobly. (laughs) What's boobly? (laughs) What's boobly? And to find out what made Chelsea say... Why again? Why did they do it again? Why? <laughs> they knew. That was so unnecessary. I did not hear need to hear that bitch's neck crack twice. Then become a member of our Patreon over at patreon.com slash review that review. That way you'll get access to hear our weekly after show companion podcast. <gasps> Remember. Ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific queen. Of course. Bye. Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by Trey Gerald. With voiceover talents by Ida Kaminsky, our cover art was designed by Logo Vora, and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. If there was a um, a review Queen Haunted House, Mm -hmm. what do you think would be inside it? Spiky crowns. (laughs) Rhinestones that are spiky. Ooh! Someone that is like such a beautiful queen that it like 
is so striking that it could give you a heart attack. Like, <gasps> oh my God, what a beautiful queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 